Welcome. This is Struggles to Strengths, and I'm your host, Chad Duff. This is the podcast about learning through your struggles and failures, figuring out how to take the difficulties in your life, the lessons learned, and then how do you move forward. Welcome to episode number 59, Are You Getting or Only Giving? This week's episode came actually out of a conversation that I had earlier in the week with a good friend of mine that was talking about work and, and what they were doing there, and they had this kind of difficult coworker who was was making things hard, and he said that his wife said to him, I don't know why you put so much energy in to someone who doesn't care or doesn't listen or doesn't isn't really going to do anything differently. And when he told me that, and I heard that piece of advice from his wife, I was like, wow, that is such a good reminder in life because how many times have you been in a situation personally, professionally, whatever the case may be, where you feel like there's kind of like not a way out um, that, you know, that it's that you're that you're pouring in because you have to right? It's your job like it's your it's your coworkers, it's your job. You have to keep giving, 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 giving to this person because this is what we're supposed to be doing. Yet nothing's happening, nothing's changing, nothing has been different. Or can you think about a situation in your personal life where the same thing could be true? Like I can think certainly of probably like some friends over the years who were friends at one moment in time and then, you know, you keep giving, you keep putting into them and giving into them. And things change and it doesn't, it doesn't work out anymore. It doesn't, you know, it's not healthy for you anymore. It's, it's not something you have to do something differently to make a change. Now, is it easy? Is it always easy to do something differently? I would argue no. (laughs) Sometimes it's easy to do something differently, right? You hope that you hope that it is and you hope that you can make a change for the, you know, if you're making a change for the better, that you can do it easily. If someone's abusing you at work and you're having a really hard time, you just, you know, you you don't talk to them anymore or you only do what you have to do professionally with them, but you walk away. But that's not always so simple, is it? You know, I, I've had people professionally in my life <clears throat> that in one instance, I thought that, you know, they were a friend, uh, an ally, you know, a true colleague, someone that I could depend on. And then you find out later, oh, they're, they're, they're talking bad about me behind my back. Or you hear them talking badly about others behind their back to you. And you're like, well, gosh, if you, and you watch them then treat someone well to their face and then kind of two-faced behind their back, right? That, have you, have you seen, do you know someone in your life that has done that a coworker, or a loved one or a friend or whatever someone who treats you one way to your face and another way behind your back or others behind your back yeah, those that's not great that is not great and and truly here's the thing that's not a behavior that you need to put up with and you have the power to say stop you do not have to put up 
with that type of behavior from somebody else. You don't. I'm not saying that you can just walk away from everybody in your life or say, stop, I don't want to be around you anymore, especially if it's a family member, right? Or if it's someone that you have to work with on a regular basis. But at the same time, too, I would argue very strongly that you certainly don't have to be abused and you don't have to give your time, your talents and your treasures to somebody who is not willing to reciprocate what comes back. Why do you have to keep pouring into somebody else when you're not getting in return what you need? What, and what do you need? What do you need from somebody else? What do you need it from a relationship? Well, guess what? That's for you to decide. We all have different ideas of what we need out of relationships. We all have different relationships with different people. And you may need one set of things from one person in your life and you may need another set of things from somebody else in your life. I don't I don't think we have the same expectations for for everyone. We certainly don't, right? I don't I don't have the same expectations for a coworker as I do my daughter or my mom or my brother or my family or my very closest friends, right? Like there's a different level of need for me an expectation and and also by the way my willingness to do for others I, I had this conversation with with my daughter Mackenzie the other day and and it was a, a hard one where I was it was talking about she was saying to me she's like well, you know wasn't there a time in your life where you would have taken a bullet for that person and I'm like yes absolutely I absolutely would have taken a bullet for that person in the past. I said, but not today because they've proven that they don't care, that, that things are different, that things have moved, you know, moved forward. They've shown their true colors. And she was having a bit of a hard time wrapping her mind around that concept, right? She's like, but you, you know, that was, we're talking about an old friend of mine from, from years ago. It was a, you know, somebody that, that I used to pal around with and I'm just not friends with them anymore. Um, they did a few things that, that proved to not be great. And, uh, and as a result, the friendship dissolved and, 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 and that's, you know what, that's okay. Like I knew I couldn't depend on that person, even though earlier in my life, they were a huge part of my life and, and, and someone that, you know, emotionally I depended on a lot and, and I was there for them and they were there for me. And Mackenzie was like, well, but you wouldn't still take a bullet for them. And I'm like, it's not that I don't care. And I'm not telling you that you don't have to care about people, even if you don't like someone or even if somebody is not treating you well, I'm not talking about walking around with this dark chip on your shoulder that you're going to, you're, you know, you're going to get revenge on everybody who's bad or turn your nose up on them or not be kind or be a jerk all of a sudden. That's not what I'm saying at all. But at the same time, too, you don't have to pour in the way that you used to. And you don't have to sacrifice emotionally, physically, intellectually, spiritually, the way that maybe you did in the past, if that person has proven that they have betrayed you, that they don't deserve it, right? It, it's, you're not turning your back on the friendship because you felt a certain way in the past. You're taking the information that you have today 
and doing the best you can with what you have now. And here's the thing, guys, gals. <laughs> it's okay if you're not sure. It's okay if you have people in your life, personally or professionally, where you're like, well, they used to be this way, and, and now they're kind of acting this way, but I think they still have the ability to, you know, to be a good friend or... Or, or, you know what, if, they, if they're working on something, they can change. And if they were willing to change, I'd be willing to change. Or if they show me that they can be, that's fine. It's, it's okay. This is, this, these topics, this topic in particular, it is a complicated one, if you, if you ask me. It re- truly is because, you know, when do you stop pouring in to someone that you love? When, you know, when do you acknowledge like okay like maybe with a coworker, right it's a little easier to to figure out because you don't have like that tight personal relationship but when you're talking about the people that are closer to you in your life especially when it comes to a blood relative oh boy boy oh boy how do you you know when do you cut someone away there and listen i am not i am not qualified to give you that answer I'm not, not even close. I'm not, I'm not trying to at all. All I'm trying to do today. And what I'm trying to say is, is that I believe it is not our responsibility to pour into black holes all the time. If, if somebody else cannot reciprocate for you what you need or if they're not if you're not getting something back if the mirror's not you know bringing light back to you then that's a time to think about what am i doing is this is this where i want to be is is this what i want to do is this the person that i want to be with is this the job that i want to have right it's you know, is this the house I want to be? It's so interesting right now. Like I, I bought Mackenzie um, a car almost a year ago now, and got a great deal on it. It's a, it's a really cool older car, and she loves it. It's actually a convertible. It's tons of fun. Um, but it's it's an old BMW. Um, and it's and it's cool and it's sporty, but you know the the beauty the beauty of a BMW is when they run they run. Oh, they are awesome. And the bad news is is that when they're not running and you need to have them worked on, they are expensive. And so, you know, I have put as much money into it as I paid for it now, and, and pretty much I'm at kind of the breaking. Point, the break-even point, right? If I put any more kind of money into it, it's not, it's not worth it's not worth that necessarily. But, but but it's not that simple because she loves that car, and am I better off putting another thousand dollars in the car or trying to sell it and buying something brand new and or not brand new, but buying something new? You know, how do I sell that? What do I sell that for? What's on the market? How do I buy something different and a used car? And how much am I willing to spend? How much more money do I want to put on the next car that I'd be buying versus the car that we already have? And it's like if I had to spend another six thousand or seven thousand dollars, if if her car only needs another two grand to fix it, am I better off putting the two thousand dollars in to fix it, or do I spend? 
who it, it's it's not it's not always easy is it like that you know the paper can tell you that the car is worth so much money this is it's worth this you shouldn't probably put any more money into it but when you own it when it's yours and by the way she loves that car i mean she is proud of it it's hers i literally you may have heard my voice break there a little bit i that started to tear me up like because i know that she loves that car and i'm happy that i was able to get it for her and so the emotion of things sometimes that plays into how much do you pour in how much do you give emotionally how much do you give financially like this is not this is not an easy topic um, now here's my question. Can you relate? <laughs> I bet you can. I bet there's something right now in your life that you're thinking about like, Oh my gosh. Yep. 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 That is exactly what I'm dealing with. Maybe it's a house or a car, a, a material thing or, or more than likely though. It's a, it's a relationship. It's somebody that you've known for a little bit of time and you're trying to put energy into it or you've known them for a really long time and and things have changed it's okay to st to stop you have the power to stop it's okay for something to be what you needed before and not now it's kind of interesting for me I, I got into, I think I've mentioned it before here on Struggles with Strengths. I got really into tennis during the pandemic. Um, I had played for years. Um, on the weekends, we joined a club as a family, and, and I played recreationally, and I was in these leagues, but I didn't play very much. I was only playing once a week, maybe twice a week, and you're not going to get much better when you play that, that much. I'm a good enough athlete to, to be able to compete at the same at the level of players that I was ranked with I would do fine but I wasn't getting better but but when the pandemic hit I really put my muscle into getting better and playing a lot um I was playing 4 or 5 days a week and I got a lot better at tennis and I really fell in love with it and I was giving so much to tennis and it was giving back to me but it was interesting that was a really dark time too the pandemic my divorce my dad's death like I had three major things were happening at the same time and it's actually kind of funny I had knee surgery a little over a year ago like I tore a meniscus playing tennis and I've only played two or three times since my knee has healed. And part of it is because the emotion for me, it almost dredges up bad emotions now of like all the things that I was kind of running from when, when I was getting good at tennis. And so I don't have as much of a desire to play, even though... I still love the game. I'm not giving into it as much because I'm not getting as much out of it. It's a little bit of a different example what I'm saying than kind of what I've been talking about here for the the majority of the time. But I think they're similar. It's it's looking at your life and asking yourself, I'm pouring into this. Am I getting out of it? What am I getting out of it? Do I want to keep doing this? And if you do, great. But 
you know, you, you have, you do have choices. And that's where I want to end this week's podcast. With, you know, we always talk about the two things and the two takeaways from the podcast. Number one takeaway this week is you have the power to say stop. You have the power to stop a, a relationship or, you know, with a coworker or a friend like I did all those years ago, right? Like you have, you have the power to say to somebody, this is not working the way that it sits right now. I will not be treated this way. This is not, this is not good for me. You have the power to say stop. But here's the thing. Here's number two. It's okay if you're not sure. It's okay if it's not black and white. And just because you stop in a moment doesn't mean it's over. It doesn't have to be necessarily. What if someone changes? Can people change? Of course they can. Can people grow? Of course they can. Do circumstances change and, and, and older things fade away? Absolutely. Will I always feel this way about tennis? I don't know. I'm not sure. We'll see. It's just where I am right now. I still love to play. You know, I love the game. I love the exercise of it. I love the camaraderie of it. I miss being out on the court with some of my closest friends. I made some really good friends um, over that time. So is it forever? Not necessarily. And it's okay if you're not sure. It truly is. But the key here is examining you and continuing to take care of you. Because remember, like we talk about each and every week, the only person you can change is you. I really want to thank you once again for for taking time out of your busy day to to listen to this podcast. Uh, it's I love it. I, I love I love spending time with you every week. I love all the feedback that I'm getting and continue to receive. I love hearing from new people. So you, we've got your contacts in the bottom of the show description. If you'd like to reach out and let me know what you think, give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts as well. And until next time, be well.